My heart tells me that Gollum has some part to play in it, for good or evil, before this is over. The pity of Bilbo may rule the fate of many. J.R.R. Tolkien You're listening to Writing Roots, brought to you by Aspen House Publishing. Welcome to Writing Roots, I'm Lee Hole. And I'm Leasis. Today we are talking about writing prompts for Act 2, specifically changing up your cast a little bit. This can be a lot of fun and a lot of good things can happen from that. Adding Princess Leia to the mix means a lot of fun. But this can also be great for screwing over your good guy and adding a bad guy to the mix and making the drama that much worse. The biggest cautionary tale with a casting change is the when. You have to be careful when you are changing characters, when you kill a character, when you add a new character. They need to be done at specific, meaningful points. And if you're going to do it in Act 2, it should be either at the beginning or the end. If you are a plotter and you know when you're killing a main character then it'll probably come at the end of Act 2 because it's a main character that you're killing. A mentor is dying so that your hero can succeed. Or perhaps during your inciting action, if you kind of want to play that route. But talking about Act 2, a character that changes the dynamic, the scales are starting to go out of whack. That shift should happen at the Act change, beginning or end of Act 2. One of the reasons to have a casting change is to tip the scales one way or the other. If you want a challenging second act, if you want a little bit more conflict to help you move forward, tip the scales in favor of the bad guys. If you want it to tip in favor of the good guys in some way, that's a little dangerous because then your tension isn't as high as it could be. But often it'll come in the beginning of Act 2, and it'll come sometimes in the form of a society character. So the main character and the mentor character have met up, and now they're going to go meet with the secret rebel organization in order to take down the bad guy. That society character is a casting change. Drama can come with that. A lot of learning for the reader can come with that and the main character if necessary. But if it's coming at the beginning of Act 2, typically it comes with this society role in the hero's journey. Which is a lot of the role that Princess Leia played in Star Wars. She isn't a main character in the first movie as much as she is a representative of the rebellion as a whole. The efforts that all of the rebellion are doing are personified in this character who's spunky and fun and then has to come save the good guys in some way. And I think one of the most fascinating examples is actually in the third Harry Potter book, where you have Sirius Black, who up until the end of Act Two, you think is a bad guy, and then suddenly that switches. And you have Wormtail arrive, tipping the scales for the bad guys, but Sirius shifts over to the good guys. Yeah, Wormtail, yes, he kind of existed for the two and a half books prior to that moment. But how useful is a rat? Yeah, it's not like he was relaying this information to the Dark Lord or doing anything with it. He was just like, hmm, food, which I get. 
So let's get into how to do a casting change. The first way you can do a casting change is to add a character. A lot of the times this is going to be your secret ingredient character. That character that at the end of the book holds the key to defeating the villain. If you're looking for who that could be, glance back at our Footholds episodes. You'll look at characters who have weird hobbies, characters who have interesting skills like different languages, and anyone named in Act 1. These are the characters that will become your secret ingredient if you want. This character was just there to be a barkeep at one point. And then the bar burns down because the bad guy is evil. Okay, now he's joining the rebellion. You are adding a character and whatever comes with his character, his flashy personality where he just wants to charge first and stop planning and just blow stuff up for the bad guy. This changes the dynamic of the rest of the book. One use for a character that you add in Act 2 is placing them somewhere strategic. For example, putting a new good guy in the bad guy's camp. I just finished reading a Jack Reacher novel where it turns out the FBI had a good guy on the inside who wanted to help the characters who are trapped by the bad guys. Having this character thrown into the mix and then killing him ended up revealing a bad guy on the good guys team. So there was a full purpose for this undercover character and it added to the dynamic of how the good guys were approaching once they realized who the bad guy was. These are very good characters to have if you have secrets that the villains need to know about the good guys or the good guys need to know about the bad guys. Sometimes adding a character is as natural as your main character proceeding on their journey. They're moving to a new location because they're traveling from place to place or they're moving up in ranks and now the president wants to talk with Jack Bauer directly. All of these changes in your main character's life will bring about new characters and possibly new allies. If you don't want to add a character, because speaking from experience, having a lot of characters is difficult, you can instead take away a character. Kill them. Because that's so much fun. We did an episode on this about a year ago, but I didn't want to let this episode slip by without mentioning it. Killing characters is fun. It definitely heightens the stakes if that's what you're going for by having a casting change. More often than not, if you're killing a character, it's going to be a good guy. It's going to be Gandalf going down. This creates that tension or that darkest moment that the main characters have to deal with. A lot of the times this happens at the end of the second act, but it can happen at the beginning of the second act if you're looking for something to drive the characters forward in their motivation. Generally, the later it happens in your novel, the more important the character was to your MC. So in my first book, I have a death as the inciting action, and then another death as the break between the first and the second act. The main reason for killing a side character, especially, is it makes the danger real. It makes it so your main character is not just doing good versus evil, but oh darn, he's trying to kill me too. This isn't a game. This is real. Actual lives are on the line if I don't accomplish what needs to be done. 
the last casting change we wanted to mention is an allegiance shift, either for the good guys or the bad guys. We talked last episode about that femme fatale coming out and going, oh, I'm working for the bad guy after all. Having a character betray your main character, somebody that even you as the author may have trusted, is a great way to shake things up, keep the plot moving forward. One kind of character that you can use for this is that shady but useful that finally decides to pick a side. This character definitely shakes things up, but when they pick a side, it ends up being the drama that sets the tone for the rest of the book. So in the very first Pirates of the Caribbean movie, you had Jack Sparrow, who was that rogue scoundrel that you could never quite tell whose side he was on. He was working with Will Turner because he needed to use Will Turner. And he seemed to be against the Pirates of the Black Pearl, but then not, but then yes. And it just kept kind of bouncing back and forth until finally there was that moment that you knew whose side he was on. And generally just before that moment is a realization of the opposite. Oh no, he's finally betrayed us. Oh, it turns out that he was working his own plan and the good guys win and the bad guys lose. Han Solo is off on his journey doing whatever it is, scoundreling. And then he comes back in and saves the day. And if they're the Gollum character, where they're both good and evil and at war with themselves, this shift forward and backward can happen several times, especially in Act 2. And your main character should be reacting to this. No, I'm a good guy now, I promise. So much good tension there. Yeah, there's a lot of drama you can have with that shady but useful character. And if you don't have one of those in your story, guess what? The character just surprised you, but you have somebody in your mind as I'm talking to you. This character would be great to have had an alternative plan all along. Whatever it is that you choose to do, adding that character, killing a character, or just have that shifty character, all of these are to help you find direction, find strong points in your second act that make people care that make your readers invested in the story, in the characters, and in their success. And to a certain aspect, invested in the world. Because if the villain wins, then everything else that happens here can be a glimpse of what could happen if the MC doesn't do what they want. What you choose to do, though, is up to you. Because it's your story. You know what needs to be added. You know what needs to be changed. You can let the characters surprise you in the decisions that they choose to make. But that can only happen if you write selfishly. If you have a question or comment for our hosts or a topic you'd like us to cover, send us an email at writingroots at aspenhousepublishing.com or find us on Facebook by searching for Aspen House Publishing. <laughs>